Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Diarrhea of the Mouth. I am Tabitha. This is Dilo. This is Shadi. Wait, that sounds like Chewy. <laughs> and our producer. This is Shadi. <laughs> Wait, which one's which? <laughs> which one's the real shot? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little under the weather. Not actually under the weather. Just got a really bad allergy attack. So I'm going to sound extra sexy oh. today. Guess okay. Right? Here Hit for the it. music. Bounce. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> oh, man. So. I just want to jump in and just let you guys know that um, I just watched a docuseries on Netflix called the Malaysia 370. I don't know if you guys recall about that flight Mm -hmm. that went missing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Something definitely that you shouldn't have done. I shouldn't have done when I'm about to take a trip to Thailand (laughs) next month. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's just say I have many questions for my trip before I leave. Like, Are, are you going to ask the pilot when you yeah, you're going I'm going to ask where his address is in case like we go missing. That way they go all to him first because they all know that he's going to be the first suspect. Second, I need to know what kind of cargo is on this plane because okay. I don't okay. need like Russia trying to like intercept something that's going to China or something. Intercept. <laughs> intercept. <laughs> oh my God. I have actual questions. And so... I don't know. Have you? Has any, have any of you guys seen this no. documentary? I have yet? not. I have not watched documentary. It's on my queue, but I have listened to podcasts about it. Okay, so I'm, I'm thinking it's that pretty the pod- scary. Yes. Like, really? So yeah. many unanswered questions. Well, no, like the looks on you guys' face right now, like wide-eyed eyebrows raised, the whole line is kind yeah. of like wait. Like, it's it's every traveler's worst fear. Yeah, it's literally every like traveler a lot well, of people even hold that. back i know yeah i mean ignorance is bliss but it is very interesting it's it's so the reason why it's so crazy is because this is in today this happened only a few years ago which was like 2014 yes i believe the first one was 2014 yeah and the and, first one we'll get into this <gasps> yes continue so Okay, should we With just tech- spoiler alerts? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, spoiler yes, alerts. the news. <laughs> the right. news is spoiler alerts, guys. No, it's been in the news since then. Okay, but they this this happened in 2014, mm-hmm. and technology has already been advanced by them yes. by now, right? Where we yes. can tell where a plane is, yeah. radars, yeah. Re- regardless. Right. I load the app when my mom travels, so I can see if exactly it's where or not. it is. You can yeah. put an air tag on something like one of the i. Apple air tags on something yeah. you'll mm-hmm. find it right yeah. I mean technology is advanced enough to yeah. you know let us find out where people at I mean yeah. like your text messages are being tracked True. because of the towers and stuff yeah. so it but even back when the technology wasn't as advanced there's always low jack <laughs> yeah so okay. anyways uh-huh Go for it, Tabby. If you want to give uh, D-Lo please. So you know short she ain't watching what it, happened. Yeah, this is. I feel like this is a whole Ted Bundy situation where no. I was running, and then y'all told me about Ted Bundy, and then she ain't fighting no more. I, yeah, yeah. That, so, that was the end of my running career. <laughs> In 2014, Malaysian huh. Airlines 370 was about to take off from Kuala Lumpur. Did I? I hope I said that right. Kuala Lumpur. Sure. Anyway, In okay. Malaysia, mm-hmm. they were headed to Beijing. Okay. China. It was a flight that was a red eye flight. So they left at, I believe, 1221 in the a.m. I don't know if anybody needs any of these facts. Hopefully they're factual. I know. And I'm true. like, wait a minute. What was I'm, the I'm, I'm just setting, I'm setting the mood. She recently watched. It, I so just recently. Like, so it's yeah. very fresh. How do you maintain all this? And though. I recall all of this watching it like when it was going on and then thinking like, oh, was he pilot? Because, you know, everybody's either always the husband. It's either always the pilot. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there's so much more to this. Okay. Okay. So they take off. And then they're about to like, you know, hit the no man's land because they're about to get in the air traffic control space of Vietnam. So they're leaving Malaysia, heading to Vietnam. Radio silence. They're in like no man's land. Just came off the radar. Their flight. All of it. Completely off the it's radar. A commercial they, flight. It's so a commercial flight. People in yeah. here. So, well, like almost wait, like 200 passengers. I believe it was like 289. Yeah. If I'm not so mistaken. A lot of passengers oh. have been this. Yeah. And then just completely just went missing. Went missing. No one has heard. Just from disappeared, it. like no, that's completely it. off the radar. Completely disappeared. It was a Boeing seven seventy seven, and which they're big planes. Yeah, there's this um, intelligence mm-hmm. committee. I guess it's called like Impact. I don't know something from Britain, mm-hmm. and they said that the last radar that they have of them is flying over the uh, South China Sea, mm-hmm. which is completely hard left 
you know, they were backtracking to where they were originally going to. Now they said that the radar turn was completely off, but then they got a a signal, Mm -hmm. a signal from it, like at six hours later or something. And then it just completely went off. Right. Right. So nothing, nothing has been, there's many conspiracies out there. Mm -hmm. There's this one, there's, you know, there's sleuths of people like trying to find, this uh, lady in Florida claims that she completely saw it. Like her uh, specialty is in like watching radars on, you know, the satellite maps. And she, okay. she says that she found it, that she found the wreckage, but mm-hmm. nobody has listened to her. None of the intelligence committees, nobody wants to listen to her. Okay. This other man. So at first they thought it was the pilot, right? Cause mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, um, you know, he had a fight simulator that kind of was originally to that. Turns out pilot's completely innocent in all this. Even mm-hmm. a crew member, mm-hmm. his wife was a, is a crew member as well for, or is a stewardess for Malaysia Air as well. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know this pilot. Like he's not, this is not his character. Like it's completely not. I hate that they even blamed him. You know, her yeah. husband was on that flight. Oh. So many things. There's this Frenchman who lost two kids and a wife in that flight. Oh, wow. And he's completely uh, convinced that it was the U.S. The U.S. has information Mm -hmm. because what they're saying, another conspiracy is that part of the cargo that was on there, it was a part of like U.S. intelligence. It was like a like a copy of something of the U.S. intelligence has. They were going to take it to Beijing. Well, they didn't want it to get in the hands of the Chinese. So, cause you know, Chinese and the Chinese and Russia uh-huh. are like allies. So they intercepted it cause there's us airspace uh-huh. there uh-huh. and then it just completely went missing. Like how could it fly over us airspace where there's satellites, there's yeah. all that and then it's completely missing. So there's just so like many the questions. Plane, there's the no plane. like crash, like no crashes, no, no bodies survivors. have ever been found. So this no survivors. Kind of, so wait, sorry. And I know it's probably is this what the, I don't know if you guys have seen that show manifest on on okay um, Netflix where they like go missing and then yeah, they come back going, like 20 years later five years later. okay five but, years later yeah. <laughs> so that I actually did watch that way so this is very reminiscent. she watched the fake part I, I, yeah. but it gives you a little bit of that yeah, vibes yeah. absolutely I'm thinking that maybe the writers from manifest kind and of and that's probably yeah 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 kind of got some ideas from that uh, well so here's the thing so a lot of people also, so this one man who's like an explorer, he's like, I'm going to go find the wreckage. Went to like Mozambique or something like that on the edge of the Horn of Africa. And all of a sudden, first day there finds wreckage. There's so many questions to his wreckage. One man is like, no, he has ties to Russia. It's just this whole conspiracy of like, who's done it? It's a complete Agatha Christie novel. And it's completely like, you're the suspect. No, wait, you're the suspect. Uh In the meantime, lives have bodies haven't been found right well fast forward four months later uh-huh. another malaysia airlines i forgot what flight it was like 300 or something like that mm-hmm. got shot down in the ukraine oh Do you, you knew about this one uh-huh. right shad uh-huh. so it happened again but there was bodies there they were shot down by by russia i believe oh. it was a mistaken identity supposedly okay. they thought it was in they were in their airspace oops it, uh-huh. right my bad. So like some, one of the journalists pointed out Malaysia airlines has been around since, you know, for a good minute, like, yeah. you know, seventies, whatever, never had an incident. And within a span of four months, they have two. Right. Yeah. So now they're saying that the government knows something oh. because China was taking over Malaysia. It's become political where like oh. China and Malaysia and then like Russia's allies with them. So they're trying to intercept, like intercept. Um, but it's a complete, like, like complete. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Does it seem real? No, that's what I'm saying. Like this, it, it's reminding me of this show that, but it could be based off of that. Like we're going to see these, these passengers in five years. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Which I mean, not really the smartest thing for me to do being that I'm going to travel to yeah, Thailand. Are you now next freaking month. out a little uh, bit? Uh, you know what? I did question a lot. Uh-huh. There's a lot that went through my mind. And now I can, she's going by boat. <laughs> we are now departing one week before. Um, okay. No, I definitely... It's scary because yeah. you, you, you go, get on this flight, like they talk about like the families and what they, yeah. you know, oh, one, you know, that French man, uh, mm-hmm. he lost his wife and two kids. His daughter had just texted him right before they were about to like um, take off. Oh, Papa, I miss you, whatever. 
you know, you That's completely think crazy. it's just a red eye. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Cause I'm already here in China. Like, right. you know, and this lady, this Australian lady lost her husband. You know, he was taking a job in Beijing and he's like, oh, I'm just going to go over to Beijing. It, it was a routine, like six hour flight. Yeah. No big deal. And yet wow. there's nothing, there's no bodies. There's no, and then a couple of the um, passengers families were saying that they were getting phone calls from Oh. their loved ones but by the time they like answered like it had hung up but they really? like after six hours seven hours after they had gone missing they were getting a phone call from that phone oh that's wow. strange Aww. very strange like there's so many questions yeah i'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist here mm-hmm. but let's be honest like the conspiracy had his own right yeah and so yeah so for me uh-huh. when i travel now next month to get I'm gonna tag. I want to take an air tag. One, you're going to find my suitcase. If you don't find me, you're going to find my suitcase. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to probably be close to there. Probably not. But I need mm-hmm. to know what kind of cargo is getting on that plane. Because that's what they're saying is like they were loading cargo that wasn't x-rayed, but it was being escorted onto the flight. Oh. But it wasn't x-rayed. What? Okay. So I need to know oh. what kind of cargo is on my plane. I need to know the manifest. Uh-huh. I need to know how many. The manifest. The manifest. <laughs> yeah. I need to know where the electrical box is. Because then another conspiracy was that there was three Russians on that manifest of Malaysia Airlines. Uh, and I'm just, listener, I'm go ahead and watch the docuseries. I'm trying not to ruin it, but I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> but I promise you, I don't have everything like straight, like verbatim. But their thing, another theory was that they went to the front because the electrical, you you um, can access it, not from the cockpit, but in front of first class. Mm-hmm. So anybody could have been able like if they knew where they were looking what Mm -hmm. they were looking for picked up the carpet and go down into the electrical so another theory was that there was a commotion Mm -hmm. the stewardess and whatnot were in the back Mm -hmm. the one of the uh, men went down had a computer and took over the electrical all of the electrical which includes Uh, being able to fly the plane which includes being able to to control control everything oh so that's another theory so again I need to know who's on this plane. Right. <laughs> like, are these family members? Are these people with like sketch backgrounds? Like, are there spies? Like, yeah. is John Wick on my plane? Like, are you do I, like, <laughs> I would love it if John Wick was on right? my I mean, plane. that that's that's obviously but I different. also would freak out because I'm like, okay, something's gonna go down because John Wick is on this okay. plane. <laughs> Daisy has a point. Daisy has but a point. But I would go point. down happily if with John Wick. But he's not going to go down. So that means I'm going to go down. <laughs> I don't, just for a fight scene, I don't want to go down. <laughs> just for a fight scene. Yeah. All I know is I'm not going to fight a fight a shark or a whale or, right. yeah. or a wave Water. for that matter. I was going to say a wave because they, they said that there was like 21 meter waves. I don't know what that is in metrics, but I know that it sounds big. No way. I know that it's more than five feet. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, I guess I could have Googled that. But no, they're saying like there there's no way that they could have survived yeah. in that ocean. Right, right, what? right. What? Like, But then even if the plane would had gone down, down there would have been like emergency like type of landing or something. type of something and then you know something or, would have washed up yeah like by now something would have washed up yeah you know these little but i will tell you these like little netflix documentaries are doing their thing though, oh, because they're yeah. getting a lot of stuff solved you guys mm-hmm. uh, did you guys watch the one with the murdoch i know you didn't Dave, but <laughs> i did did you watch the murdoch uh, family yeah. okay that yeah, one was no, really interesting and it completely changed the perspective it changed the course of the trial i like, think homeboy needs to be he he really needs to lawyer up really okay. really good do you think now again spoiler alert and listener this entire episode is a spoiler is a spoiler alert, alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been warned it's fine yeah <laughs> so do you think he was guilty the husband yes yes i agree do chewy you, are you familiar with no. this Oh, Shad, this one's you. Okay, so yes, the- <laughs> I have one of my team this time. <laughs> okay, the Murdoch family is a prominent uh, family from South Carolina, yes. and they were they were basically like a family of lawyers, and you know they started their firm back in like the early 1900s and every son after that became like a prominent lawyer in mm. that that city, right? So the kids grew up 
everybody grew up with a bit of wealth. They were basically the wealthiest family in the community. And mm-hmm. they had Palanca with, you know, police officers and, mm-hmm. you know, they ran it. They, yeah, they had their hands in everything. Mm-hmm. So they basically ran this town. And fast forward to their youngest kid being in high school. And he's like this really, he's, he's, this is like, to me, it was like typical, like, varsity blues vibes of, okay. of like yeah. kids yeah. where like the classes mm-hmm. were very evident there's the rich kid the rich oh, job right God, and I then know. and then these are all like country kids mm-hmm. so they they like all you know fish and stuff for like fun yeah and then they drink beer she said for fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's a chore <laughs> <laughs> you know um so mm. they like they do like these like country things you know okay. and, and it's it's beautiful i, I mean i i'd like to experience it it's at some definitely point. a lifestyle it's definitely a lifestyle. Yeah, so yeah. these are country yeah. kids and um, they do all the things and, mm-hmm. you know, they're country boys. And so this wealthy kid grows up with like the community's boys. They all grow up together. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they all start dating each other. Kind of small town, but not too small. Okay. They all start dating each other. And the friends, there is like a friend group. It's three girls dating three guys. Mm-hmm. They're all friends or cousins or something. Right. Okay. And so... As they're getting older and they're in high school, what do you do in high school? Or at least what they what do they do in high school? Mm-hmm. They like drink and go party. Yeah. And that's part of the life. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everything is so by the time they're like seventeen, some of these kids are like full blown alcoholics mm-hmm. and it's just the norm, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the Murdoch kid, the youngest one, he was he was young. Mm-hmm. He's probably like seventeen or something. And at this point, he's, you know, he's got money just being handed to him from his parents and he's just getting drunk and taking his friends out and doing what he wants. Mm -hmm. He has a little girlfriend. He has, he's, he's just every, and everybody's just like, Oh, that's just who he is. So the girlfriend, his girlfriend is a big part of like the documentary. The friends are actually a big part of the documentary. Mm -hmm. And they, they start talking about like his personality and how the family was and how respected they were. Mm -hmm. But they were also very, they knew who they were. Mm-hmm. in in the community they knew that they were like the well-off family mm. and they they really they honed in on it they didn't really care yeah so it was like a little rich boy who knew he was a rich boy yeah and acted yeah, yeah. like a rich boy okay. did rich boy things like asshole things and like so entitled he was, yeah, yeah very entitled yeah so then one night they go to a party mm-hmm. and they decide to take the rich kid's boat he wanted to go on his boat mm-hmm. and he'd been drinking and he had like a funky like way, you know how like you when you get like blackout. I guess some people start acting little weird. Little his off. Sasha Fierce, basically. Yeah, his Sasha Fierce. Oh, got it. He's what, his he alter started, ego. Yeah, his uh-huh. alter ego would come out and had like a weird. But this kid could drink and he could pound and like the other kids could like. You're about to look at each other. <laughs> I was I, I was trying to avoid eye contact because I was like, I caught it. That one went, it went over my head. <laughs> no, I. Um, so they I could all, it. but this this guy would this little boy would like go. Until the nth degree, he wouldn't stop. And at this point, he's becoming abusive to his girlfriend. Okay. And and everybody's kind of like uncomfortable around it. So this one night, they decide to go to this party. He gets wasted. But he's also, it's his boat and he's the driver, like a little Mm speedboat. But he's a driver on the Mm -hmm. boat. Mm -hmm. And so he's insisting on, they're like, no, we'll just catch. After the party, they're Mm -hmm. like, dude, we're all drunk. We've all been drinking, but... We should drive, like leave the boat here, come mm-hmm. get in the morning or whatever. And he insisted on driving the boat. And the mm-hmm. other guys, well, at least they were a little more sober and like, let us go, let us drive. Yeah. He was acting belligerent, fighting with his girlfriend mm-hmm. to the point that he ended up slapping her in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And he was like blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. Like, so anyway, see, he's, he's driving this boat down this lake, trying to get to back to, you know, their area mm-hmm. so they can drop everybody off and he's speeding and mm-hmm. he ends up crashing oh shit and basically the boat tossed everybody off like everybody oh. was tossed and one of the guys was holding on to his girlfriend and when they crashed they flipped the mm-hmm. boat flipped everybody was um hurt one of the guys who was trying to drive the boat help him drive the boat mm-hmm. actually ended up getting he pushed him off so he got himself knocked out like his jaw was like broken it was really bad oh, no had to go through way. surgery and then the other guy who was like holding on to his girlfriend Mallory mm-hmm. everybody remember Mallory he ended up losing her in oh. like as the boat flipped oh. and so 
everybody's like, where is everybody? Yeah. Right. When they come to, they're like, where is everybody? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everybody's accounted for except Mallory. Oh, so they they take him in and like immediately his dad, Murdoch, makes an appearance, start like low key talking to the parents, starts like low key talking to the kids, like don't say anything. We're mm. going to figure it out. We're going to fix it. Que no sé cuánto. Mm-hmm. They end up driving this kid to the hospital. Mm-hmm. His alcohol level was three times oh. over the limit. That's insane. It, and That's they, the, the nurses and the doctors couldn't control him. Because he had like a weird, oh. like, yeah, Sasha Fierce type of alter ego that comes out. Mm-hmm. Where he like twitched really funny oh. and they couldn't control him. He wanted to get off. He was yanking off, you know, the machines that they were trying to attach to him. They they couldn't even hold him long enough to get like a reading on his blood level because oh, wow. he needed to get some blood. Yeah. All of this. And so he's belligerent. He doesn't even know what he just did, you know, oh. but he gets taken to the hospital. And of course... A lot of the kids are hurt. There's mm-hmm. six. There's six of them. Three mm-hmm. couples, mm-hmm. and the kids are hurt. And some of them, the guy with the jaw completely mm-hmm. busted. He oh. goes into a hospital, and then of course Mallory, the one girl, is not accounted for. Mm-hmm. And so it literally transgresses into a couple of days where they can't find the girl, and oh. then they know they're like she. She was with us, so yeah. the current must have taken her. And I think they end up finding her body about three or four days later. Oh. oh wow she was gone yeah poor thing poor family it's it's a scary situation yeah but something that could have been completely avoided right yeah so anyways this whole little case of course now this the boy survives unscathed unscraped or anything but he's also got his rich dad lawyer mm-hmm. who's gonna fix mm-hmm. everything and he's starting to make moves to fix everything yeah Ta- talking to the parents telling them to keep it hush mm-hmm. we're gonna work it out you know we're gonna figure it out and so the parents are like dude this isn't okay. Like, yeah. this is, dude, there's a dead girl yeah. because of all of this. Like, he needs to basically pay for what he did. Yeah, right? this needs to be reported. Yeah. So, fast forward about two years later, mm-hmm. and this kid is going to trial. You know, they've they've have a case against him, and it's gonna go. It's gonna. It's he's. I think he did. He say not guilty. They were trying to pin it on like the guy that got his jaw broken. So, fast forward two mm-hmm. years later. All of a sudden, this boy and his mother mm-hmm. end up dead, like oh. shot dead. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Oh. Right. In oh. the back, in yeah. the head. Yeah. You name it. On, on one of their properties. And oh. they're the only one that the, who called the cops was the dad. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he calls the cops and calls them over and like, oh, my God, my kid, my, my wife, my son are dead. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, they start investigating the whole thing. His mm-hmm. alibi is that he was at his parents' house because they're, they, they're alien in health. And he was like an hour away at his parents' house. And the he husband. came, the husband. Yeah. Okay. And so he comes back and he ends up finding them in this state. Mm-hmm. And the son, I don't, the son was in college, I think, because there's two boys. Okay. So there's, there's two boys, Buster and there's Paul. Yeah. Paul is the one that was found dead. Buster was away in college. Yeah. Okay. So Paul's the younger one, the mm-hmm. one that was going about to go to trial for his for the, for for the, the boating accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the dad's name is Alex. Just yeah. To get some okay. names. I'm get over here names. talking to okay. the kid. <laughs> so, anyways, they so they start like really investigating. This is kind of where like the documentary kind of ends. Mm-hmm. But what they start uncovering is is that there's a lot of fishy things that have happened with this family. Mm-hmm. They had a housekeeper. A couple of years ago, the, the 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 nanny that actually raised Paul, which was the young one, uh-huh. and she mysteriously wound up dead. Apparently, she tripped, and I'm doing air quotes. Oh. She tripped over their dogs and fell. Okay, and hit her head really bad. Oh, and was pronounced dead. Okay. So there's like the phone call, the 911 phone call, like, yeah. oh, my housekeeper, you know, she's she's she fell, she fell, yeah. and she's her come and get her, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The fought the dad, so Alec. No, it's Alex. not a, Alex. Yeah, it's just they have a South Carolina accent, so they say Alec. <laughs> they do. It's, it's so true. They're from South Carolina, and they say Alec is proud. Put they just. It's Alex, though. It's, it's Alex. Alex. Okay. Okay. So the dad, he he basically, <laughs> she had two sons, and she, he goes and tells them, you know what, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna get you guys like set up for for what happened to your mom and is that he was going to take care of them financially okay turns out that money never came what oh. they actually uncovered was that he somehow had 
an insurance policy on her oh. and was committing fraud. So as they start investigating he the family, yeah. So as they start investigating the family, there's all these other cases that came up. Yeah. There was a young boy from the kid's high school mm-hmm. who was found on the side of the road. Apparently it was a hit and run, oh. but there was no shards of glass. There was no like points in the body where he mm-hmm. had been like hurt like that. Yeah. There's was, not like massive impact. Yeah. There was story. no impact. He was just left on the side of the road. Oh, but their rumor has it within the high school kids mm-hmm. that it had to do with Buster, which is the older son who's in college right now. Oh. Right. That he had something to do with it because he didn't like the the boy because he was gay. Oh, wow. So there's like I'm saying. And when the crime scene, when they went to the crime scene of this boy that was paid and run. Mm-hmm. Alex Murdoch was there. He's always oh, there. Yeah. Dad, he's always yeah. there. Not just Alex, though. His father as well, who yeah. is also a heavy Grandpa. hitter when it comes to the law in that town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, they start like investigating. They start like pushing and asking more questions. And they're, they're like, seriously, where were you that day? Well, mm-hmm. the cell phone is caught mm-hmm. at the scene of the crime where uh, where Paul and the wife, the mom, mm-hmm. had been shot dead around the time that they uh, were shot dead. So as it continued to uncover, they uncover this messiness of financial fraud, even Whoa. to the point that his own law firm, so namesake layers. law yeah. firm that basically his his great great grandfather right. brought up, they've actually removed them as a partner. Because of so many fraudulent things that they'd uncovered off of him. So it really, the documentary kind of shows how like all these crimes were being committed to hide some of these financial issues that were happening in the background. It's kind of like. You're trying to cover a lie with them. And that's what they're saying is that the housekeeper, she knew about certain things as far as Alex's drug addiction, as far as like, and that Mm. she was about to uncover, excuse me, all of this. And then she died because she tripped yeah. over the dog yeah she tripped over the dog wow so all of the, so i'm telling you these little I'm, these netflix know, documentaries right? are are really starting to like really put a spotlight until these like unsolved stories and so i've just finished watching it and uh-huh. then now the story is being picked up and Alex Murdoch is is on trial for these. For he the recently crime. just got convicted he of it. Just like got convicted. last week. So while the docu series oh. was being released, the trial was concurrently going on at oh, the same time like in real like, yeah. in real life. Real time. Well, I mean, real time, not real life, because we're all in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but so he actually was. He testified like on like the second day that after the series came out. Mm-hmm. Oh. And fun fact, not mm-hmm. fun fact, but they actually, now that he's convicted, because he, he got convicted, mm-hmm. he was found guilty. Mm-hmm. I was going to say an, allegedly, but no, there's no alleged here. No he allege. got, he was found guilty. They're actually going to exhume the kid, Steven, the, uh, the hit and the run. And run. Oh, they're going to exhume his body and they're going to reopen the case. Yeah. Yes. They're going to open a lot of cases. Oh, they're yes. going to reopen the case of the housekeeper. housekeeper. They're reopening that case as well. Oh. And they're just and I and this is where I recently heard or it came up on the news that Buster had requested no more interrogation for him because mm. they're they're like, "Oh, somebody told he's the only one free right now yeah he's the only one free oh he's next yeah Yeah, that's what somebody told him as he was leaving court from his dad's case they're like you're next because they they have tied him to the the hit and run incident incident and i'm continuously using their quotes when i said the hit and run Mm -hmm. because there needs to be justice for this kid yes that sucks it really does suck you cut this kid's life in the prime of his life you know, just because you didn't, so just because you didn't like him. Buster was considered like the golden child, like he was, you know, the wife's, the mom's favorite, whatever. All American, uh-huh. right? Well, he ends up flunking out of law school. Oh, he's not for so plagiarism golden. for plagiarism. Wow. So the, these kids have completely just. <laughs> 
Don't I buy mean, on their name. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like those kids that got into like UCLA and USC, those celebrity kids. Yeah. This is like the creme de la creme of that type of case. Don't Except know. they murder people. Yeah. Allegedly. For one. <laughs> for one. For one. <laughs> but oh no, it, it's something that you don't realize. I mean, this made the news. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm sure this is going on everywhere. You know, little towns right. and, you know, yeah. in, in yeah. different yeah. counties and country, like, yeah. it, it's completely something you would read in a book yeah but they have to get it from somewhere. it sounds fictional yeah. absolutely yeah it does so these people that have like they they think they're getting scot-free better be careful netflix doesn't want to like <laughs> <laughs> don't let netflix pick it up don't let netflix pick up and your the story. end of yeah. the netflix documentary ends with alex asking buster because you know how they, they, they call him each other from jail and yeah. it's all recorded asking buster like hey i heard netflix is doing a documentary on us no did netflix reach or out did to not, you yeah did netflix reach out to you or something like that and so oh. and then that's how it ends that's it, how it ends no way it's so interesting and They're sure enough like it. literally like a week later he got convicted no way and then i'm pretty sure it probably sealed with the deal because we we're all like no of course this is like back when you guys were talking about tiger king, tiger king. <laughs> yeah, yeah. really what i keep thinking about how like, old we yeah. are by the way but like you guys were all about ti- tiger king and stuff yeah. this is aren't they did it aren't they didn't they just find what's her name's husband yes. yeah they did it's so he was that. alive yeah yeah What's, what's her name? Be- Carol, Bas- Carol Baskin. That is so Carol 2000. Baskin. I know. <laughs> 2020. That was PP, pre-pandemic. Okay. <laughs> no, that was no, during, during pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, that was during was the beginning of. <laughs> during what, pandemic. That's a documentary that started it all. Yeah. It was. Now, now we have all this. It uh-huh. was. Now yeah. we have all this crazy stuff. I still mm-hmm. recommend you guys watch it, though. This I will. Yes. The and the Malaysian era, please. No. No, I know. I'm I like, know. I'm I don't know. Like, really? I really Nora, listen to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, I found that one super interesting because I'm like, okay, what? here's a non-documentary thing that I watched online. So I was, you know, scrolling through social media and I, okay. So by the way, you guys, who likes Michael B. Jordan? I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I immediately look at He's him. a great actor. He really is. He, he really deserves an Oscar. Uh-huh. He performs with his entire body yeah. when he yep. performs. That's true. Okay. Anyway, so he's coming out with Creed 3, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's in theaters. And um, mm-hmm. so I was watching some, there, there's this reporter who came to interview <gasps> him. Oh, I saw that. On the oh, red carpet. Yes, yeah. I did see okay. that. Yeah. So this reporter, <laughs> I don't know if you're in, you've watched this one, Chewy. No. I'll send it to you. <laughs> um, this reporter comes and interviews him on the red carpet. And you can see them. Michael B. Jordan walks up to her like a little like apprehensive of talking to her. But he ends up talking to her and he she says, we go way back. And she names the high school that they used to go to. Mm-hmm. And Michael B. Jordan goes to her. Right. I was that corny kid because this girl has a radio show mm-hmm. where he she talks about how she went to the same school as Michael B. Jordan and that they all made fun of him. Like she boastfully said, like, we all used to make fun of him because mm-hmm. he was this corny kid yeah. who used to walk around with his headshot, which I'm like, I'm mm. doing the timeline. I was like, by the way, at that time, he was working on Friday Night Lights, by the way. Oh. He was either about to book or or booked Friday Night Lights yeah. by then. I was like, oh, my gosh. So mm. she's still like explaining it. But then, of course, at the end, she's like, but look at him now. He's doing great. I'm like, yeah, but you just called him corny yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. online. Nice. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So a couple weeks later, right, she's on the red carpet about to interview him. And you can see it in his face that he was like, whatever. So he he. He was like waiting for the opportunity. And this he was, was very it. professional about. Yes, it, he was. Very he took his opportunity. Well, calm down, D. He was. No, he was. <laughs> he, was. he totally was. <laughs> he takes his opportunity and he very professionally uh-huh. replies, right, that corny kid and kind of smirks at her about it. And she just fumbles her way to like, no, 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 I was misquoted. You were not misquoted. You said it. You, your, nobody you even asked for that. You put it yeah. out there yourself. It's 2023. Everything is videotaped. Yeah. Everything right. I received. Yeah. I don't know so she like is. tries to come back, asks them to me really sucky questions, but she asks them some, you know, journalistic questions. She's not even on cable. Stop it. <laughs> and um, like, I was like, in my head, I was like, good for him. Yeah. Because I think... I don't know if you guys have ever dreamt this or like not dreamt this, but like had an opportunity to like 
hit back the people that bullied you. Like you fantasize about. You like, fantasize yeah. about yeah. like. But in a classy way. Right. Yeah. But in a classy in way. A very professional course, way. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like this was him getting to do it. Yeah. I mean, and probably it probably isn't like even like an afterthought of his. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea who she is. I know who I, he is. Right. I don't know who and she that's is. And I was thinking, I was like, who is this girl? Like, yeah. I, I don't I'd never heard a radio show. Yeah. But apparently she's on the radio. And again, I Must listen. Must be a small town. Because some yeah. like, you know, how they like edit these videos to yeah. like show you what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nobody asked you about that. You put that out there yourself. Mm-hmm. You So you are remaking fun of him. Yeah. For being the kid that walked around with his headshot in high school. She was whatever. using him as clout too for her to be like, oh yeah, I went to high school. Oh yeah, I knew him. Completely using right. Scout, stop yeah. it. Yeah, that's like my mom talking about John Stamos because they went to high school together. Stop <laughs> it right now. <laughs> Wait, did she talk to him? Oh yeah, she knows John. It's funny because they like saw each other at Disneyland one time. He was there. He actually stopped and was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Like, yeah, really? Wait, yeah, really? yeah. And my and my Get mom was like, "She's like, I was so embarrassed because I've gained weight because of you." I'm like, <laughs> I, I was born like you. thirty years ago. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> yeah, no, but wow. no, he can. He still remembered her. It's funny. Nice. Yeah. So but my mom's sweet. always been a nice like person too. She was never the bullier. Like yeah. Bullier? Yeah. Is that even? Forget your documentary. You should have started with this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kennedy High School in La Palma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that's, it's, that girl was just solely using Michael B. Jordan as cop. Right. Yeah. Ugh, that's horrible. I They're, know. But she looks stupid though. Yeah, of course. Like even the ending of that interview, she was like, he's not a corny kid now. I'm like, well, no shit. <laughs> he's but Michael did, B. Jordan. Didn't he get a whole ton of backlash for it though? No. Like everyone was talking, it's like he shouldn't have done that. Like he put it on this. Like really? Yeah, I I heard that he was I getting only, backlash for like I could see where people out, were, would say of? that to her fans. Maybe I don't know. She has fans. What? She might have followers. <laughs> that makes. Well, I'm sure sense. she has followers. I don't. But know. he's Michael B. Jordan. Like I stop. mean, yeah, but they were saying like, oh, kind of like a low blow calling her out. Like he he's the new Denzel. Like low class. Type. But I mean, not. hey, if he, she would have kept her mouth shut and not really said anything, then he got his sh- opportunity and took it. That's all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So exactly. Would you yeah. have taken your opportunity? Absolutely. I would have taken it. I want to say I wouldn't, that I would take the upper hand and da 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 But I would true. let people know later. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, she smelled. Like she didn't brush her teeth. I can tell she didn't floss. Or something like that. I don't know. I Are think you she would have taken it. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be the bigger person and think that I'm the bigger person and not say that. But no, I would have gotten mine later. I'd be like, oh okay, she didn't mm. wear deodorant. She got to shave her armpits one year. I don't know, something like that. Like it would be on your Netflix special. Huh? Absolutely. Oh, uh-huh. did you guys watch Chris Rock? Yes, I actually yes. did. Yeah. yeah, I know. I did my homework. Okay, in this case, I'm gonna let you take the reins no, on this one, D. No, no, because no. I don't have as good as memory as you do. I'm like, Same. I was just sitting there waiting for, like, you know, just. So, we were all waiting. For yeah. It. Shall, shall we do this? No. Thing? no okay. <laughs> Speaking of taking your taking your time and actually at the end of the day this is how I would think I would have played out that Michael B. Jordan like just waited and waited and then finally they're gonna get theirs because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day so Chris Rock just put out a new special Mm -hmm. Netflix special of his comedy is called Selective Selective Aggressive or Selective Selective Anger that doesn't matter Selective Aggression there you go Yeah. and um, I honestly enjoyed it I thoroughly did I did too I enjoyed it. I think him yes. and Chappelle have, they're starting to talk about the stuff that's going on and in society today, which is what comedians are supposed to do, which mm-hmm. most comedians do. Yeah. Um, and I think everybody was waiting for him to address the slap heard around the world. Yeah. Remember like, guys, we were in Puerto Vallarta when yeah, this happened. That was like a year ago. Uh, yeah. It was right before. Did you oh, like my R's yeah. there? My R's? Yeah. No, anyway, no. <laughs> um, and so She's I re- no sabo no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, but no, we, and that, I remember we were talking about that. We were like on our way yeah. in the car or something, the taxi or something. But so we were, everybody we were having dinner. We were having no, dinner yeah. at we the were, buffet. We were wasn't it breakfast? No, it was like and it was in the morning lunch, time. Probably. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no, because the Oscars were at that ten night ten. Yeah, it was. We were having dinner and we went to yeah. The it buffet. was at night. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we went to the buffet. Mm-hmm. I and remember it being at the buffet, but I can't remember. What my it. friend Lisi was on her phone yeah. and she's like, "Dude, this just happened." Yeah. I we like freaked out. We thought we were, she, she was joking. And then of course we went all around the table. Showed you know everybody's looking at this video. So like real time, yeah, in real time in Puerto Vallarta, on real time, we're hearing about this, and then I'm watching the entire like buffet hall, 
and everybody's like showing their phones to each other. And mm. and we're talking about people from like different backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like Americans in there. There were a bunch of different yeah. backgrounds. <laughs> Literally. And they're yeah. all like, oh my God, like looking at their phone. Yeah. And showing their wives and whatever. I was just like, oh my yeah this thing was wild yeah yeah so we were all waiting for him to address that yeah and it took him about a year because it was right before the oscars that Mm -hmm. this netflix special just dropped and it was last oscars that this happened and he went ham he He went i loved it you know what i hadn't realized how long it'd been because i'd been watching him in movies i think mostly chris rock has been working on movies lately Mm -hmm. animated uh, yeah but but i remember (laughs) his hbo special was like gold from a couple no this was back in the day Long time probably ago. like maybe 15 years or I don't it had remember. been a while yeah. i remember he's wearing like a burgundy suit in it mm-hmm. uh but that mm-hmm. was such a good special and it really kind of for me set like set him on a pedestal of like oh this is a really mm-hmm. good comedian mm-hmm. no. like this level People of forget. comedian yeah he's, forget. he was yeah this yeah. is why to me the joke the gi jane joke was very like simple for me i'm like this isn't chris rock level type of joking mm. and if you listen to it, it's the cheapest joke. Shouldn't have. It, it was something he didn't write. He probably, yeah, he yeah. Did. yeah. He one hundred percent. It was just scripted. Mm-hmm. Not only that, everything that you say at the Oscars needs to be approved. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's filtered. The, your jokes, they're pre-approved. Yeah, yeah. right. So I was like, there's people. absolutely mm-hmm. no. First of all, I don't feel that the joke needed to have received that type of reaction. And yeah, the joke itself was just not that funny. Like it was like a <laughs> type of joke. It wasn't like, oh my God, peeing in my pants type of joke. Honestly, what was more entertaining was the, f- the actual slap. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> that was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I was like, Will Smith done got up, made it weird. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it, and he, Will Smith and Jada, they had the red table talk. They had all of that and they, they talked about it, whatever. And Chris mm-hmm. Rock was silent this whole time. Yeah. You know, Jay, I will give him points for classing. Absolutely. And you know what though? This is my thing. He used this slap and he made money off of it. Yeah. Right? Because this special, yeah. you know how much he got As he for should. it? Mm-hmm. As Absolutely. He should. I got mm-hmm. slapped. And I love how he, yeah. I, spoiler alert, he addressed the fact that, you know, Will Smith played, you know, Muhammad Ali and yeah. he's going to take it out on me. I played Pookie. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You know? yeah. It's complete. It's yeah. legitimate. So good. Yeah. And for him to, he went ham on Jada, mm-hmm. which yeah. tells me what type of toxic person mm-hmm. that she is known for in the Hollywood circles because yeah. that's not the first time that I've heard yeah. stuff about her. From your sources? From my sources. <laughs> from Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> from my sources. Yeah. TMZ. Um, but <laughs> Love TMZ. <laughs> Shout out to TMZ. Here's, here's an interesting fact that I heard. The special was filmed in Baltimore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's, her hometown. Who, who's She's her from hometown. Baltimore. Yeah. Like he, uh, he thought of every little house. detail. You know, and that's to me that's reminiscent of Chappelle and I yeah. know that yeah. they both kind of came up in the same very type cerebral. Of, very cerebral very like hey we're not just comedians we're going to tell you how it is I don't yeah. care if you're sensitive about it look how much backlash Chappelle got mm-hmm. you know and then he was so mad at LA because they didn't stop him uh, they didn't stop the person he got slapped at his or came up on his oh, show yeah. do you guys recall that yeah. when he was at the pool yeah. and they tried to attack him and I guess the LAPD didn't do anything about it so he ended up having his next show at the Honda Center in, L- in uh, Anaheim because mm-hmm. of that, I have a friend who went to that and he actually addressed that and said, Hey, the reason we're here is because the LAPD doesn't like to protect any comedians. Uh-huh. So I 100% respect the fact that not only are these men known for their like jokes and for being mm-hmm. funny, but they're actual, they're professionals yeah, and they're businessmen. And at yeah. the end of the day, they're, they're going to find a way to make money. Exactly. Yeah. But love mm-hmm. them or hate them, whatever their points are. Cause I know that there is some very lame backlash over Chris Rock's special. I'm like, love him or hate him, doesn't matter. I mean, they've got a platform and they can use it. That's they became right. comedians. Mm-hmm. They, they became comedians for a reason. This is how comedy works. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. But I, I, mm-hmm. I, for one, feel good that he finally had an opportunity to address yeah. it yeah. and to kind of let that out. And because you can play it over and over. You know, it's to a degree therapeutic yeah. that yeah. he was able to finally really use his voice and explain himself with no interruptions, with no people asking him mm-hmm. questions, with wanting to see this And he wasn't in the moment as far as like heated. Cause like had he right. done that exactly. after the yeah. fact, he would have probably said some stuff that he would regret later yes. yeah. Yeah. because he's in the moment. And at least this, he had time to reflect on it. Like you said, and write it out and f- f- really feel like, Hey, these are my words that I want 
because this is going to go down mm-hmm. as like, oh, remember when Chris Rock said this? Yeah. And he's going to be known for that. Yeah. You know, but I thought it was very well done. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. I, and he straight put their business. It, it was his perspective of things. It's not just, and it wasn't just his perspective of the actual slap. It was the perspective of Will Smith as a person, of Jada as a person, like their background and like the, how he talked about like how, she, you know, they did the red table talk and the whole like they put entanglement. Their out there. Yeah. The, yeah. The whole entanglement thing. I didn't even know how, it was a word before that. It, oh. it, yeah, it wasn't. I, don't I think thought it was, it was just that movie. Huh? Wasn't that Disney Boy? That was in, that was Tangled. Tangled. Oh my bad. <laughs> Different type of. Style. It sounded like a Disney movie to me. <laughs> um, what movies are you watching? Yeah, kind of, yeah, no, no. no. definitely not Disney. No. Sorry, I'm not up on my Disney. <laughs> but I, I love the fact though that he, he didn't say anything though that they hadn't reiterated. Right, yeah. like yeah. they're the, right, yeah. they're yeah. the ones that put themselves out there on that yeah. red table talk. Right, and um, like they put their own business out right. there, yeah. and he just he yeah. just commented. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm mad respect because they. Did did drop you know jordan's first interview after the whole chloe k thing and yeah. i'm mad respect that but you know <laughs> the journalism the, uh, the journalism with that was right. fantastic but no but he he 100 did not really come at them he literally had them punching themselves in the face yeah yeah, yeah. And it was his perspective of what happened it's more, and how it's he felt like, about it yeah it's like he just kind of explained history mm-hmm. he's like i i even appreciate it because i i thought about this remember a po- couple years ago with the oscars were so white Mm-hmm. And because oh, there were no, and I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I remember them. Mm-hmm. And then Jada went and did this whole thing, and then Smith came in after her, talking about how he wanted all of the black community to boycott the Oscars. But that was the one time that Chris Rock was going to be hosting the Oscars. I do recall now. And so he he was like, "What? You're mm-hmm. trying to tell me to quit?" my gig like once in a lifetime type of gig mm-hmm. just because this is what you decided right, as like yeah. the correspondence for There's the leaders the black the- community mm-hmm. let me do what i do and what did he do he talked about it like his yeah. his entire comedy on the oscars was talking about yeah this thing is white as heck mm-hmm. let's change it up and for the following years there's been a lot more representation when it, and diversity when it oh, comes yeah. to the nominations oscars I he addressed so- it and i think i was like hey perfect he did an amazing job as a as a hosting the oscars that mm-hmm. year and here it was like jada and and will smith kind of punking him into mm-hmm. wanting to quit the gig yeah. and he says hell no he right. stuck to his guns and he hosted anyways yeah so i appreciated that i remember i was like good for him mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. for him give it you know you're gonna tell me you know you're not black you're actually brown i'm like okay but as a person of color. Right. <laughs> I mean, I feel a little representation on that fact. Absolutely. And I think he did an amazing job when he actually hosted. Yeah. So I know that he talked about it in a special and, and I appreciate that he actually, I really liked the way he stacked everything up mm-hmm. to where it absolutely made sense with so much humor and mm-hmm. with, you know, just was finally able to kind of release this yeah, that very he, yeah, point. yeah that he had like been holding on and it was right. funny and his mic drop at the end was amazing <laughs> and but i applaud him <laughs> yeah for sure okay i'm gonna backtrack on this what'd you guys think about his uh so a little bit of spoiler but he had a little segment on Meghan markle oh i did yeah, yeah i was like oh crap it, 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 it made me it's think true. of the new perspective on it because he was 100 percent right yeah 100 percent right he really was yeah and I do respect that mm-hmm. because, I mean, everybody fell for the whole, not fell, but I, I did feel a difference after watching their special, the the Oprah one. And then I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's a little weird. And then, you know, but Chris Rock brought a great point. Like they established slavery. Like, yeah. how are you just going to go in there and like just change a whole yeah. establishment? Like Trying to yeah. act like you didn't know. Right. So yeah. I really respected that point. And perspective yeah. mm-hmm. of his too. Mm-hmm. So all around, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that special. So I think with like with him and Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. I think they've they've done they've had an opportunity to address their bullies. Yeah, there was a video that surfaced maybe shortly after the slap, the, where Chris Rock was talking in an interview about something that had happened to him mm-hmm. when he was younger. He had a really really bad bully, like a guy that had bullied him as a kid. Mm. And a couple of years later, you know, he gets into entertainment, becomes a comedian. He starts working on movies and stuff like that. And 
it's it's the whole like kind of kill him with kindness mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he was i guess this guy was working the bully guy was working security on a movie that he was directing oh that chris Whoa. rock was oh. directing That's and crazy. he sees him and they both acknowledge each other and you would have thought that Chris would be like, hey, I don't want this guy on my mm-hmm. set. Mm-hmm. But no, he addressed him perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Because he's like, having him work under me mm-hmm. and have to watch my success. Mm-hmm. At that, it, yeah. Like that, just play yeah. it out day to day. He's type. just like, it was fine for me. Yeah. And he kept quiet. He, you, another person would have been like, I don't want that person here. Hell no. Right. PTSD, bad memories. He's like, no, it's okay. Let him work. Vanishing. Let him do his thing. And he left them on. Mm-hmm. And he was he was working for him while he was doing the movie. Mm. But of course, he thought about it later. And he doesn't say his name. He just mentions this story. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, this goes to show you that that's just never going to be. You're always going to wind up on the wrong end of the stick if you have this mentality of keeping people down. I think that's a great perspective also, Mm because I think right away we're charged with emotion to like, nah, I hate them. I hate that. But if we stop, think about it and be like, actually, we're winning. So when I saw this, like this video come up of of him in an interview addressing like, oh, you know, this is what happened with one of my bullies. Mm -hmm. This made me understand why he hadn't talked about the slap. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he's still waiting and he's gonna he's waiting for dealing with it yeah because i mean you remember his face during there's you could zoom in every which Mm -hmm. angle and he was so thrown off in disbelief caught off guard embarrassed Mm -hmm. on live television in front of peers people you Mm -hmm. admire and that you look up to directors and everybody in this major industry yeah and you just embarrassed him Mm -hmm. like point blank like that so I, I, I knew it that it was going to take him some time mm. and I'm glad it took him as long as it did. And he was able to stack his ducks in a row. So more power to Chris Rock. Yeah. If you haven't already watched the special, please do so. So in conclusion, if you get slapped, turn the other cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs>